Guys, I think this is going to be the what best the show that? that we've ever done. Why? <laughs> I honestly don't even know. I just got a feeling. But honestly. There was no warning on that one. Yeah, <laughs> that caught me way off guard. Real talk, real talk. Week nine was freaking bananas. Three games decided by less than four points. We're going to break it all down. It's going to be bananas. Week nine review. We have the power rankings and standings updates per usual. Then we have a special segment for you guys. We have a little bit of midseason awards action. Stay tuned for those. It's going to be a good time. And, of course, we have a week 10 preview, what proves to be very consequential. You could tell I'm excited. I can just see in my host's face that they're excited. So let's get into it. Y'all boys ready for this? How the folks let's gather around. Bowl the best sports talk in town. We got our hosts, Darren, Tim, and Chris. Baby, it can't get better than this. Give out all the power rankings. Laugh at all the teams tanking. A lot of fun, a lot of surprise. Let's give it up for the guys in this league. Yeehaw! You know what? That was probably the smoothest yeehaw I've heard so far. Might have been a tad late, but we'll see. I mean, we'll see. I, maybe I won't even edit it. Is this your permission of giving me not to edit? Yeah, your go yeehaw? for it. Let's see. Let's see how it sounds. All right. Live reaction time, baby. Live reaction to the yeehaw, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome in to episode nine of the This League Fantasy Football Podcast. I might say this every week, but we're basically pros by now. I hope you can tell. Um, as always, I am your host with the most, Chris Mitchum, along with my fellow co-hosts. We have the Tim Raider. Howdy. And Aaron Hunt, who's a little quiet today, but he's pretty cool. Yo. What's going on? What's going on? Thank you again for tuning in. It is the evening of Wednesday, November 11th, 2020. And it's a special day, of course. Shout out to all the veterans out there currently serving that have already served. Um, all the future veterans and everybody, we appreciate you. I know as, you know, three young adults in this room. I don't know if you guys want to add anything to this, but kind of the older I get, um, the more I realize just kind of how much they truly do sacrifice their families. They're truly sacrificing their lives, defending this country, um, and I think it's awesome. Freedom is not free, for sure. So um, luckily, we actually have one veteran in our league. Hayden, shout out to you, bro. We recognize you. Again, service is incredible, so we appreciate that. Hayden and the owner of Team Big Ben Revenge Tour. Your team sucks, but you don't. We love you, bro. <laughs> Shout out what you do in real life. Your fantasy <laughs> life, your fantasy team. Blows. Just kidding. I don't think it's that bad, but, you know, whatever. No casualties here. No casualties. Um, Like I said earlier, we have a Peksha for you this week. Week 9 review, which was a bananas week. Power rankings, standings like usual. We have mid-season awards. We're going to be giving out some this leagueies, the leagueies. What do we what do we decide to call them? I think the leagueies. I think the leagueies. The yeah, leagueies. The leagueies. Giving out some leagueies. Sounds like loogies. <laughs> Don't confuse the two. The leagueies. Not to be confused with hawking loogies. Hmm. That's hot. Uh, <laughs> we're giving those out, and then we, of course, we have the week ten preview. We're getting into the. The business end of the season, baby. It's getting juicy. A lot of close teams. It's getting fun. So before we get into it, of course, per all, per usual, we have the drink of the week. I am just going to go out on a limb and say I have the classiest drink of the week there has been this year. I'm currently sipping on some freshly brewed coffee mixed with some Bailey's action. I get a little bit of creamer sweetness in there while also keeping me a nice little buzzed. It is absolutely just oh, delightful. Mm. That it's might delicious. have been the most pleasant slurp you've done. It's a good year. one. It's a good one. Tim, what are you drinking, man? I have a Celebrator, Iringer Brewery, Doppelbach. I mean, top three beer, easily. Everybody go try it. <laughs> that one? <laughs> that sounds drier than the Sahara <laughs> Desert over there. Like? <laughs> I think that's how Chris sounds like. Uh, I had a Yingling. I finished it. It was good. That's all I have. Huge analysis. <laughs> Aaron, you good, bro? You're not talking much today. <laughs> you like you're just like, yep, let's get on with the show. I'm chilling. Just vibing. I'm vibing. Just vibing. We just are vibe. good to go. Just vibing. All right. Well, there's your drinks of the week. It's time to get into the reviews of a week nine that saw just some bananas matchups. 
and to start off week nine, which I think was historically low scoring for running backs. Fun fact. I think their RB like the top ten RBs like averaged like fourteen points this week or something stupid. So just keep that in mind as we go through these. But Tim has our first matchup of the week. I sure do. In this matchup, we have Steven versus Anthony. We had Aaron and myself backing Anthony. I mean, rock solid looking team. Uh, Chris, go ahead and pat your boy on the back. Don't doubt him. Don't doubt him, man. I mean, that's Nito. That's Mount Passmore. Let's go. Steven almost played the right QB. Deshaun Watson, I think, had like a point and change more than Herbert. But hey, keep listening to me. Herbert's the guy going forward. You you you, you did it right. Um, Anthony cooled off a little bit. I mean, you got jack shit. I mean, going down the line. Lamar Jackson's just been disappointing pretty much all year. Nothing that you expect from drafting him that early. Melvin Gordon, three points. Derrick Henry, six points. Thielen, five Corey Davis, I almost said C.D. Davis, <laughs> zero. <laughs> Chiefs, negative one. I mean, just a lot of duds. And Steven did nothing fantastic, nothing flashy. A nice balanced performance on the roster. Uh, you know, Leonard Fournette had one carry for zero yards, but six catches on six targets. Uh, receivers did their thing, and Hawkinson is going to be his savior with Kittle still out. Um, but check that bench, man. I think... Christian Kirk might be a guy you just have to start going forward. Three straight games over 20 points in the high-flying Arizona West Coast offense. I mean, I'd keep an eye on that one. He might be in there. Uh, Steven, 123. Anthony, 90. I'm just saying I'm 1-0 so far on the pickums. Just saying. Wow. I'll leave that out there. Wow. But, uh, you know, Tim, you did mention something, you know, with, with, with Anthony's team. It's getting – Getting a little chilly outside, ain't it? Ain't it? A little yeah, I saw my crisp, breath today. Crisp in the air. Walking around. I feel like that has to mean something. I feel that shift in the air. I just got goosebumps thinking about it. No, I know. We might, we might, we might bring it up later. But oh just, my goodness. just keep it, keep it in mind. It's getting a little chilly outside. It's almost like a season of somebody to just start dominating fantasy football. But we'll get there later. Aaron, you got anything to add here? It is getting a little chilly there for Anthony, but. You know, he did have Will Fuller, who had a good game, and Travis Kelsey, you know, did his thing. So there were some bright spots. I think, honestly, just a little unlucky there with Derrick Henry. You would expect off of 21 carries that he'd get a lot better output than just 68 yards. Um, the Minnesota duo of Thielen and Justin Jefferson really uh, didn't do much. I think the biggest storyline, though, is Corey Davis. I mean, what a fall from grace. Blech. 27 points last <laughs> week, down to a big old zero this week. So, Good old goose egg, baby. Um, you, you would expect, you know, a little more maybe from Corey Just Davis. Just a little bit. Just a little bit, and the Chiefs defense didn't do any favors either. So, uh, tough week for Anthony, but I think there's better days ahead for him. And got to give it to Mount Passmore. And Steven, he, he pulled it away, you know. I mean, James Robinson, 15 points, had some solid outputs from his receivers. There you go. Backed up my presidential speech from last week. Steven, on the board, beats Anthony. On to the next matchup. We had Tim and Burrow's best taking on Don and Team Don Perignon. And after, it was just two weeks ago, guys. I don't know if you remember. It was just two weeks ago that we had Don ranked last in the power rankings. Booty it was juice. A, rather a pretty pretty steep fall as well i think he was ranked five and they would just drop him down to 10 because his team was so but he deserved it but (laughs) (laughs) since we disrespected him he has now gone on a two game winning streak and i said in the preview going into this game that dawn's running backs would be the death of him and i was kind of right honestly i mean zeke played pittsburgh had a whopping eight points jojo taylor colt go colts played baltimore and had a whopping you guessed it eight points but he still won this game, fun fact. And the rest of his team pulled the weight, led by a 36-point Aaron Rodgers and a 24-point Terry McLaurin. I don't think Don is regretting that Josh Allen trade right now. Aaron Rodgers has been lighting up the world. And everybody, wait for it. Wait for it. Sound the alarms. The Cowboys' defense was not played this week. Oh, my goodness. He had to pick the week he's playing me. That's right. 
and he got a solid just contribution of not negative points, two points from the now 27th ranked Houston Texans defense. Don's on the come up, baby. He is on the come up with his defense calls. But if we look at Tim, I he didn't have a bad week. I mean, 120 points is a pretty respectable total. But if you guys remember, last week we were gassing him up, right? Like he had a good win. He was coming in. Josh Jacobs was looking good. Antonio Gibson coming back. Hopkins and Metcalf was good. And he had Chase Edmonds. Chase Edmonds was just going to run the table against the Dolphins this week. And then that really would have happened. You know, he had 11 points. DeAndre Hopkins didn't get a target till the second half. He finishes with six points. Um, just a disappointing performance from the guys that he typically counts on. And Jamichael Hasty call, I mean, with three points, it's got to be more like Jamichael Nasty. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, so good. Uh, honestly, that was a terrible call. Final score Tim 120, Don 136. I picked Tim to win, unfortunately. Aaron picked Tim to win, unfortunately. But Tim, sticking to his guns, not picking you, himself to win, picked Don. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, DeAndre Hopkins, you would expect more than six points from him. Uh, three catches for 30 yards. That's just – you're not going to see that too often. I expect DeAndre to bounce back considerably, especially since, you know, he's playing me this week. So, of course, that'll that'll probably happen. Uh <laughs> DK Metcalf did his thing. Honestly, Chase Edmonds, 25 carries. That's a lot of volume just to get 70 yards, man. That's disappointing to see that he didn't have more of an output there. I remember reading a beat reporter out of Arizona. Somebody asked him, he was like, okay, so if Chase Edmonds goes down, like who's the backup to Chase Edmonds? And he was like, listen, our starting running back is Chase Edmonds, and his backup is Chase Edmonds. <laughs> like there's there's nobody else there. I think there. the backup might be Kyler Murray. There's no turning back. Point. Good point. I think we should have a segment each week for uh, Don's start of the week for defense and just have horror music in the background. <laughs> <laughs> just kind of the same thing as we do for Steven. But He's just going to play whoever up. plays the Chiefs every week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I might have gotten a little gloaty in thinking that this was going to be the week that I had my full lineup, my lineup at full strength. That went to shit real fast when Ayuk was put on COVID, and I'm like, okay, okay, okay. Got a couple guys on by. What do I do now? Like you, you said it. Put in Jamichael Hasty. I mm-hmm. good old three points. I was watching the game. I think his first touch came with a minute left in the first quarter. I legit thought maybe he missed the bus. They didn't say his name at all. It, I mean, it was just not a good week for me. Once I realized Don was gonna win, I was like, all right. You know, like you said, 120 points is all right, but uh, this I'm on the edge of the cliff, um, and Aaron's going to decide my season's fate this week, this coming week. I'm on the edge of glory. Oh, you got to be quicker than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good win for Dawn. On to the next matchup. We had your boy and Team Fairlife, Chris, going up against Hayden, veteran. Thank you for your service, sir. And the Big Ben Revenge Tour. Oh, Hayden, if you just would have not played a defense, you win. <laughs> <laughs> you just straight up win. You had negative three points. Uh, that would have gotten you over the hump, man. Uh, even more frustrating than that, you just needed 10 points going into Sunday night football between Ronald Jones and Jared Cook. That's not an unreasonable ask. <laughs> it's not. I mean, you just that, – that's got to be in the bank. Five points from each player – you didn't even get seven. I mean, <laughs> just Chris Chris and I were watching the game. You didn't even think he really had a chance going into this, and we were just watching it unfold. And in the fourth quarter, Chris had a revelation of like, dude, I might actually win this. Yeah, I didn't even check the I didn't even check the score until like the fourth quarter, and I was like, Oh my god, I'm still ahead. <laughs> <laughs> James Conner with that hard earned four points Ugh. against the Cowboys top ranked defense yeah more on that later sucked more on that later he was horrible this week i don't know what happened with that josh allen that trade won you this week my man 42 points as an official member of team Fairlife for the very first time baby started out with a bang got me all hot and bothered over here josh (laughs) Jeez. differences the defenses uh chris your tennessee defense came through for you 13 points 
negative three for uh, for Hayden over there. Despite uh, the JJ with a big fat zero, Justin Jackson. Chris grabs victory from the jaws of defeat. Final score: Chris one eleven, Hayden one oh eight. Not only the defense, but it was a Jared Cook fumble and fumble loss that also got negative three points. That's, I mean, Hayden, that's rough. I mean, you know, you make a call, you make a call, but when it's something like that happens, that's just demoralizing. I was watching, and I thought Hayden was 90-something percent chance of victory, and I honestly stopped looking, and then all of a sudden, Chris won. All right, Chris, there you go. Not at the bottom of the power rankings. Hey, you know foreshadowing. What, you know what they say. You win who you win, baby. That's right. Guys, I'm going to be completely transparent. I've been praying a lot this week. For some stuff that maybe not be might not be related to fantasy football, uh, praying a lot, and I'm thinking it spilled over to fantasy football because honestly, James Conner, running back one, playing a horrible Dallas defense, not injured or anything. How the crap do you score four points? He had to be a top five running back in every single running back ranking you had to look at this week. Again, the whole Jared Cook, Ronald Jones Monday Night Football experience or Sunday Night Football experience. 49ers getting negative three points and all of that, and I still win by three points. This was a blessing this week. In no way in the world did I should I have won at all. But I'm the only one who picked me. So <clears throat> yeah. yeah, Aaron and I agree. Go team, baby. So uh, Hayden, tough loss for you this week, but we move on. The next matchup we have Stretch and we have Clayton. And, you know, Stretch suffered a loss last week. I mean, he's obviously the top dog in the league. He suffered a loss last week. And two of us hosts picked him to go on a two-game skid. And let me tell you, he barely avoids the two-game streak. Barely. I'm going to spoil it early. The final score was Stretch 120, Clayton 119. Oh, God, I feel so bad for Clayton. (laughs) How did it happen? We look at... Stretch's team and Kyler, I am Stretch's whole team. Murray had over a third of his points, dropping 42 points this week and a victory. And he needed it because his usual guys, Camara, 15 points. And it's crazy I'm saying he underperformed with 15 points, but that's good. That's how good he's been this year. Camara with 15 points, Lockett with eight points, Mike Evans with 10 points, all underperformed. But who was his saving grace this week? He saw a great 24-point performance from Jerry Judy on that Drew Locke connection. More on that later. But as for Clayton, he brought back his Lord and Savior. Christian McCaffrey dropped a monster 37 points, 10 catches. Good night. He is bad. Wait, why the hesitation? Yeah, what what, what, what happened? Week to week. For uh, Christian McCaffrey. Shoulder injury, I think it was, was it? Yep. Tough. The shoulder. Oh, Clayton. Clayton cannot catch a break this year. If you missed the meme on Instagram and Twitter, I thought it was pretty funny. Go see it. But uh, that's that's brutal for him. Um, And and if I'm Clayton, I'm feeling a little shorted, right? Because if you just glance at his team, McCaffrey did his thing. Julio Jones, 16 points. Keenan Allen, 25 points. It's like, yeah, he had a good week. But outside of that, his bad guys just performed Bad. David Johnson, one point. Gronk, one point. You know, Cole Beasley, six points. It was just a bad week for his guys that played badly, if that makes sense. And that ultimately cost him. And sometimes, guys, champions have to win ugly. Stretch survived his bipocalypse. I mean, you heard Tim and his bye-bye COVID pup just apocalypse last week. But Stretch wins ugly. He gets it done. And Clayton now at 2-7. and seven, might be time to start thinking about next year, unfortunately. Uh, like I said, final score, stretch 120, Clayton 119. And I'm just saying, you two bums picked Clayton, and I picked Stretch. I'm not saying I'm the best, I mean, but... Uh, who in their right mind could have seen Stretch's lord and savior, Patrick Laird, <laughs> with the Stud Muffin, two points. Patrick Laird. All he needed to win. Patrick Laird picked him up, threw him in the lineup. I mean, he had Jimmy Graham on the bench get 18 points, but who needs that when you have Patrick freaking Laird, man? That was What a steal. He's white, you know. Yeah. Just saying. Can confirm. That is true. 
He's what? Anything to add there, Aaron? Kyler Murray. I mean, he just saved him this week. 43 points. That was just nuts. Did I see somewhere that he has the most points by a quarterback through eight weeks in a fantasy football season? I think that's probably true. Crazy. Crazy. I mean, we flirted with the idea of Kyler entering that Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes territory this year. He's not only flirting with it, he has broken that wall down and beat your mama. He's I heard here. I heard this in a podcast this week I was listening to. You would be perfectly happy with Kyler Murray going for 283 yards and three touchdowns alone. Just take out the running. You would be perfectly good with a running back going for 106 yards and a touchdown. Like That would be fine as well. <laughs> Kyler Murray did both of those. Why not? Why not both? Performance. <laughs> you get true. a few of those guys only in the league, and Stretch has two of them on his team. Murray, the quarterback, running back, and Kamara, the running back receiver. I mean, that's true. You just split them in half. You'd be happy to take one half of them. You're right. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. And that's why Stretch is kind of the top dog right now. And he's going to keep marching on and be an undisputed favorite going into the playoffs. One matchup left this week. Ladies and gentlemen, we have your game of the week. In this week's game of the week, we have Aaron and Let Russ Cook against Zach and the Broad Ripple Swim Team. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. It was a clean sweep. We all picked Aaron to win. Zach's team was boo-boo. We're going to keep on pooping on his team. That's right. It's Zach. Why wouldn't we? But we somehow forgot about, oh, wait, you know what? This is actually the Drew Locke Revenge Game. Oh, baby. The most important talking point. I Zach love this picked so up much. Matt Stafford midweek. He's like, yep, I got to stream a quarterback. And we're like, all right, cool. Oh, he's on the COVID list. Zach, I don't know. Is he going to play? Is he not? Who else is out there? He grabs Drew Lock. Aaron, what was your team name coming into the week one of this league inaugural season? Say it, coward. Say it louder for the people. Drew is a lock. Drew is a lock to kick my own ass is what it should have been. <laughs> Holy poop. Drew Lock with 33 points outscores the cooking chef Russell Wilson by almost 10. Oh, fire in the kitchen. Okay, but to be fair, Zach has Dalvin Cook, who is just a beast right now. I mean, Zach got him at 2-1 in the draft. And, yeah, there were the concerns of the contract and injury history. But right now, I mean, just it's a steal. At 2-1, it's a steal. Um, Aaron, like I kind of alluded to last week, your running backs are kind of doo-doo. And kind of gross looking. I mean, J.K. Dobbins had five and David Montgomery is <laughs> booty. And he had four. David Montgomery, this podcast's oh, favorite uh, running uh, back. David Montgomery is an all-pro. He's going to go to the Pro Bowl. Uh, absolutely just a stud. He didn't even get you 10 points this David week. That's Montgomery brutal. so bad. I mean, he got a concussion, but, you know, whatever. Who needs brain health? Um, uh, he would have been the same the biggest concussion or without a concussion. <laughs> biggest what-the-fuck of the year for me, Zach. Why in the world does J.D. McKissick get 14 Passing targets. Hey, I'll, I'll tell you exactly happened? why that is, because he played me. <laughs> what happened? They have Antonio Gibson, man. Wa- Washington football team. J.D. McKissick does not need 14 passing targets. Holy hell, 17 points out of them. Um, Aaron, you got a good week from Tyreek and Devontae. They did what they needed to do. You know, your point total, 143.6. You'll take that just about every week. If you can get that consistently, you'll take it. The tight end magic kind of came up to an end here. You know, after a few solid weeks of just plugging and playing guys, went with Logan Thomas. I mean, six points from a tight end is it could have been worse. It was actually more than Mark Andrews, Zach's noted number one tight end in the league. A um, couple guys on the bench could have done it, but you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. And Zach, you win who you win, man. I mean. We, I don't think we're done shitting on Sorry. your team. <laughs> I missed it. But ding! I don't think we're we're done shitting on your team this year. I mean, this podcast is just not a fan. But I mean, just keep doing you, man. Keep showing out. Final Zach one forty seven. Aaron one forty three. Zach by far this week's. Is he good? Like, is he good? Mm-hmm. I, 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 you know. 
maybe. I don't know. I'll let Aaron get on his soapbox here. Uh, I, I was pretty frustrated, I'm not going to lie, at this loss. <laughs> uh, when you look at my team, yeah, the running backs are an issue, and I will gladly admit that. They are gross. I need to get them figured out. But I keep putting up these high point totals and just running into people that are just going off on me. Uh, how I'm 4-5 and five and yet I'm the highest point scorer in the league is – is beyond me. I've never heard of that before, to be honest. But, oh, I, uh, we, we've heard of it this past last year, right, Chris? Tell them how it is. It's not great. Yeah. It's really not fun. It's not, not a great place to be, but uh, I'm going to keep going forward. Zach, got to give you credit where credit's due. You beat me fair and square. DJ Chark would have pulled it out for me if I just would have put him in, but hindsight's twenty twenty. Yep, you beat him fair and Dalvin Cook. That's what they say. Fair and <laughs> fair and Dalvin Cook. Dalvin <laughs> Cook. Dalvin Cook. You beat Aaron. I mean Zach. Your Dalvin team Cook beat Aaron's team. <laughs> what a player, dude! All right, so that, that's your there's your uh, week nine matchups. A quick pick 'em update. I'm gonna just march off into the sunset here. I think I'm gonna retire after this. Uh, week nine, your boy went three and two in the pick'ems. Mm, hold my dick. Uh, Tim goes one mm. and four. Aaron. Goes zero oh and five, yeah. Matches your fantasy performances last week. Ooh. Oof, <clears throat> brutal. But overall, Aaron can still hold his head high. Overall, he holds a twenty and fifteen record. Tim, falling back under the five hundred mark, going uh, overall sixteen and nineteen. And myself, I mean, listen, the only way is up from twelve. Yeah, and what's your total? What's twelve your total? and twenty three. That's what I am. One more time for the people in the back. Twelve and twenty three. Michael Jordan. Only way is up on to the power ranking. So, yeah, we have our week 10 power rankings updates. Uh, we're going to go bottom to top as usual. Number 10. That's what she said. <laughs> I'm thinking about that. I don't know if that works or not. Bottom to top. Uh, bottom. Maybe. Yeah, you tell us. We'll put it on a Twitter poll. Just kidding. Don't do that, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> go to minute 27 in the pod. Does that make sense? <clears throat> Uh, number 10, resuming the bottom of the power rankings and looks like most likely to stay there the rest of the year, Ooh. Clayton, Brutal. the Red Rocket. Uh, number nine, uh, number eight, Team Don Perignon. <laughs> Just kidding. Number nine is myself. <laughs> Burrow's best. You know, I, we're like I said, th- this week Aaron's going to decide if I'm going to jump off a cliff or I've, I got one more week of hope. So we'll... We'll see later. I don't, I'm not, you know, whatever. Eight, Team Don Perignon. Seven, climbing out of the cellar. Team Fairlife. What a performance this week. <sighs> I don't, yeah, whatever. Ten to seven. Wow. Six, let Russ Cook sliding a little bit after a disappointing loss. But he's right there in the middle. Aaron, you're in the thick of things. That playoff race is yours to lose. <clears throat> I probably will. <laughs> I love that. That is my kind of thinking right there. Set that bar fucking low. Set the bar beneath the ground. Uh, number five, Team Uninspired Youth. Number four, the Broad Ripple Swim Team. Number three. Oh, disrespected. Gosh. Number four, man. I mean, he's the second highest wins or second best record in the league, but, you know, power rankings are power rankings. That's why they're there is to get – you know, up shit creek without a paddle. We're going to find out who the best teams are. Uh, number three, Big Ben Revenge Tour. Number two, it's your boy, Mount Passmore. Uh-huh. And number one, I mean, Stretch, just get comfy up there, bro. You won ugly this week. Get comfy. You won ugly. I do not see you falling from number one unless your team dies. Like, your whole team has to die. Um, but that is our Week 10 Power Rankings Updates. Uh, we're getting closer and closer to playoff season, so be interesting to see how that plays forward. Playoff season is nearing, and unless your name is Clayton McLean, you have a shot at the playoffs this year. <laughs> is that official? Uh, He's got, what, two wins? Yeah, that's probably official. I mean, two and seven. Yeah, probably tough. Four more weeks left of ball? Or no, three before playoffs, right? Yeah. Or four. 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 We got four. four. So yeah. best he could. But his points four, I, I just don't think it'll get him over the top. Yeah, he, I mean, the odds are 
slim to none. Point zero 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 one. So you're saying there's a chance? <laughs> I'm just kidding. No. But looking at the standings here, if the season were to end today and the playoffs were to start, no surprise, Kyle Stretch would be the number one seed at seven and two. The number two seed would be the Big Ben Revenge Tour, despite losing this last week would still be the number two seed with a record of five and four because he's currently on top of the Chipotle division by points four over Don. But three seed would be Zach in the Broader Bowl swim team at six and three. Steven would be the four seed over points four by Don. The five seed would be Don, team Don Perignon and the six seed at four and five staying in the playoff hunt by points four is let Russ Cook. And don't let don't don't get him mistaken, folks. Let Russ Cook has the highest points for in the league, while also having the highest points against. So Lady Luck is not showing her favor. Top three. So is that so? Currently, the four teams not making the playoffs are myself, Chris, and Team Fairlife, the Red Rocket, and Uninspired Youth. Is that right? Correct. Anthony, bro, come on. But I'm. I mean, Aaron is in the playoffs at four and five. And there's Th- those points for that's the tiebreaker. Yeah. Everyone start paying attention. Five teams and a three and six team. It's still anybody's race. Don't give up. Someone's going to shock the world this year. Let's see who it is. It's a bloodbath. <laughs> Welcome to the first editions of these this leagueies. Oh, yes. Yes. A very prestigious awards. Today, we are going to be giving out four This league Awards. Now, you might be asking yourself, Chris, owner of Team Fair Life, how were these awards given out? And I'm going to tell you, your three hosts deliberated for hours upon hours upon hours of who should get these awards. I really hope you guys can understand me. I have no idea what I'm doing. But uh, we discussed for hours who should get these awards. A very intensive process. And I hope you guys agree. You guys, make sure you respond to these podcasts and give your thoughts. Anything before we dive in, fellas? No, let's get to it. No, 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 not now, not now. All right. But legit, we got four awards to give out. We're going to be debating them. It's going to be a good time. Our first award is titled the Where'd He Come From Award. A fancy way of saying the most surprising team so far this year. Who started off, we didn't think was going to do anything, and now they've all of a sudden came out of nowhere and is a title contender. Aaron, who are the candidates for the Where'd He Come From award? So the candidates are Zach, who was 10th in the preseason rankings, Don, who was 9th in the preseason rankings, and we have Stretch, who was 8th in the preseason rankings. After hours of deliberation, we have determined. Drum roll, please. The award goes to Stretch. I think it's really no debate here. He's been first for four or five weeks in a row. Uh, Pretty easy call. Yeah, there was a little bit of talk about maybe putting Zach, giving Zach this award, but the fact he did start 10th, but like the fact that we're still like. Is he good? <laughs> like, you know, it's like, uh, I don't know. Stretch has been a solid, I mean, the, the best team in the league for like four or five weeks now. The fact he did start in eighth, but he's just solidified himself so hard. I think he takes this award. Yeah, I'm looking back at the draft. Um, I see why we had him low. I mean, there's three picks that I that I liked that I was jealous of. It would be Kamara in the first round, Mixon in the second, and Kyler in the fifth. I mean, just looking at the rest of the draft, I see why he was down there. It's a top-heavy team, but guess what? Top-heavy teams, when healthy, have all the talent. So the reason why they're top-heavy. It makes sense. He's he's caught, you know, knock on wood for stretch. He's been lucky with the injury bug outside of Mixon's little skid, but, you know, Bernard, and then he's got Boston Scott off the line. So, I mean – He's gotten guys to play whenever he needs it. But, I mean, looking at the draft, yeah, it made sense why he was low. But, you know, props to you, man. You climbed up there, and you're settled in steady at number one. Boom. The winner of the first league ever. I mean, full transparency, these aren't going to be as prestigious as our end-of-the-year awards. But, I mean, hey, 
Yeah, mid-season leaguey. Mid-season leaguey, you get like, you know, it might be a, it's little, a half leaguey. A little trophy, you know, instead of the big one. You get a little <laughs> one. You get a little one. But congrats, Stretch. Uh, the winner of the Where Did He Come From Award. On to the next one. Tim, you want to take this one? Yeah, sure. I'll do it if I can okay. say it. Cool. Uh, this is the Waiver Wire Warrior Award. Say that five times fast. Go. Waiver Wire Warrior Award. Waiver Wire Warrior Award. Waiver Wire Award Award. Waiver Wire Warrior Award. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Our candidates are Aaron. Uh, most notably picking up Mike Davis when Christian McCaffrey went down. I believe you dropped 45 or something. 30, 37. Something 37. outrageous that was like, that was the first big bad think, drop of the year. I think year. I dropped 30, didn't I? You dropped 37. Yeah. Um, he's in here because of the tight end run he was on with Mo Alley Cox, Trey Burton, and Richard Rogers. We have Steven Mount Passmore picking up Christian Kirk, dropped by Aaron. James Robinson, who's I didn't check, but a top five running back on the year, just picked him up for nothing. Uh, Justin Herbert, he had the weak foresight to go ahead and grab him. He's been top quarterback. I mean, you, you plug him in every week. Um, and finally, somehow Chris made the candidates for picking up Malcolm Brown, who was good for a week. Naheem Hines, who can do a backflip. Justin Jackson, who plays one play, and Antonio Brown. Thanks for the huge suspense there, Tim. <laughs> Gosh, you got to gas them up. Leave the people wanting, man. Like, it's oh, a two-race, <laughs> two-candidate race I here. I should have taken this one. I could have sold him. I could have sold him. They'd be like, damn, Chris is a front runner here. Yeah. All right. Well, you heard him. Drum roll, please. The winner of the Waiver Wire Award is... Waiver Wire Warrior Award midseason league is... Steven! Mount Passmore and Steven picking up Christian Kirk, who looks to be a solid, at least wide receiver two. He's going off each week. James Robinson has to be the waiver wire pickup of the year thus far. You do not find every year a top five running back just on the waiver wire. You pick up for a couple fab. What a pickup he is. Justin Herbert, of course, looking like a QB of the future. And you you even got, you know, a little Jordan Wilkins action. I mean, that's a very recent one, but, you know, he had a very good workload the past two games. He's looking like a solid guy. What a guy. What a great guy. Um, you have those four guys. I think those far and away win you the waiver wire warrior award. Yeah, nothing else to really add here. I think Steven uh, won it convincingly. I mean, James Robinson, enough said. That was just such a big pickup. And I think if I'm remembering right, he only dropped 15 fab. So Wow. Yeah. What a pickup. What a pickup. All right. Well, I will take the next award if you want to call it an award this award is called the pooped in the bed award oh yeah Mm. pooped in the bed award basically being like who is the most disappointing team on the year we had high hopes season came and they just disappeared who knows where they went you guys could probably guess the contestants for this one we have first up clayton and the red rocket he was ranked first in the preseason rankings we have, oh boy, Team Fairlife and Chris ranked second in the preseason. Uh, bleh. And then we had Tim and Burrow's best, Hi. who was ranked fourth in the preseason. All these guys had high expectations coming in, and now all of them are near the consistently near the bottom of the power rankings. So um, there's, there's a lot of good options you could pick here. I don't know if you guys have a favorite before we announce the winner. Um, you know, it is a tight race. Not really excited to see myself up there, but I get it, you know. I don't know that I have a favorite. I'm interested to see the results. Kind of want Chris to take this award and run with it. I kind of want you to just take your mic and run away from the pod. So, here we go. Here we go. Without further ado, the Pooped in the Bed Award. Give me some farts. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Clayton. (laughs) <laughs> I'm Red I'm sorry. Clayton in the Red Rocket. He was he was not only the top guy in the preseason, he was like the undisputed top guy. I mean, everybody had him at one. And now he has the worst record in the league. 
basically out of playoff contention, the first person to do so. It's just been a brutal season for the Red Rocket. Yeah. The story here is injuries. Christian McCaffrey, number one. Miles Sanders has been injured. Galladay has been injured. Keenan Allen took a while to show up. Le'Veon Bell had his whole thing with the Jets, and now he's getting a couple carries. Dak got injured. Marlon Mack got injured. Fant missed some games. Coleman's missed. I mean. Oh, I haven't been able to use this drop in so long. Sorry, I had to. Just go down, look at the draft, and you see why there was hype. Even after week one, it's like, oh, my gosh, yes. But, uh, sorry, buddy. It's it's getting lonely and cold down at the bottom. <laughs> you want a blanket? Sorry. Yeah, it's just Tim really hit the nail on the head here. It's just been a season of injuries for Clayton. So many, so many obstacles to overcome, and eventually when you have those pile up, it just results in a 2-7 and seven record. So, hopefully uh, – yeah, things can turn around for you next season. Uh, but, yeah, this season's not been great. We need a, a drop. Uh, a, for a new drop idea. Just thought of that one just now. Uh, but a drop for hitting the nail. What's the saying? Nail on the head? Yeah, hitting the nail on the head. I feel like we use that a lot. So, we yeah, we need something like that. And also a drop for whenever we have new drop ideas in the middle of a pod. A drop for a new drop idea. What would ding, that sound like? Ding. Like a light bulb? Oh, Bing. the light bulb. Light yeah. bulb. That'd be good. <clears throat> I don't know. <laughs> Just new drop idea. That's the drop. Leave a comment down below if you have any ideas. That's right. There you go. All right. Well, Clayton, congrats, I guess, on winning the Pooped in the Bed Award. <laughs> Thanks for not making Chris or I take it. Yay. Yay. <laughs> we love you. Um, uh, going on to the last award, we have the Dude, who is that award? And you can maybe guess, use your imagination. This award goes to the person who had the best picked player from our initial draft from round 13 or later. We went back to the draft results. We looked at all the guys who got picked round 13 or later. Who picked the best guy? We, we, you know, we took into account future, current, all that good stuff of who really picked the first guy tim who are our lucky candidates we have four lucky candidates that would be curtis samuel taken in round 14 by don mm. robbie anderson round 16 by aaron mm. chase claypool what's his nickname mapletron mapletron from by the way couldn't tell you anybody know nope no idea is he canadian maybe it's one of those things that's just like been widely accepted and i'm like i don't maybe know canadian. Might be canadian veteran hayden sir please report back Speaking of widely accepted, like those election... I'm just kidding. Keep going. And the last, if <laughs> not least, Antonio Gibson, baby CMC, round 15 by myself, Tim. And give me a drum roll, please, boys. Oh, so many good options. Dude, who is that? Midseason leaguey goes to Robbie Anderson, taken in the 16th round by Aaron, Carolina Panthers' number one receiver. Not... The third round, DJ Moore. Yeah, whoever picked him's a freak. Yeah, who would have? Yeah. But Robbie Stadium. Anderson, I mean, he's been there. Dummy. He's been fantasy relevant. Stupid. And he changed teams, and he just kind of flew under the radar this offseason. I mean, he's got the speed, and he's just never had a quarterback to really hit him. And Teddy B's been finding him. He's, I believe I said, uh, receiver 10 on the year uh, in our league. So, congrats, Aaron. You uh, take home the leaguey, the midseason leaguey. Thank you, thank you. You know why Robbie Anderson's become so good, right? Because DJ Moore just takes the first cornerback and the safety. And I mean, that. But I have actual analysis about to happen. What's the actual analysis? <laughs> I mean, he's just following the trend of Ryan Tannehill, Kenyon Drake, Devontae Parker. It just seems like whenever they leave the grasp of Adam Gase, they just become really good. How does he not been fired yet? I don't know. Adam Gase, I could do a better job confidently when adam gase leaves i'm dropping 100 fab on chris herndon and uh not samaj p ryan what's his brother love michael love michael p ryan michael p ryan currently on the red rockets roster yeah i'm just gonna drop all my money on them because they're gonna get good samaj so good uh but no we had a lot of good options for this one um we had a lot of discussions around potentially jace claypool he probably has the highest future upside out of all of these guys. Antonio Gibson, bro. Antonio the Gibson's also really good, but he's also not getting 14 targets a game. Shout out J.D. McKissick. 
And Curtis Samuel, we just kind of put that out there. Like he's had like two or three good weeks, but you know we'll see how the rest of the year does. Currently wide receiver two on the Panthers. <laughs> uh, oh my gosh! God, <laughs> how did big, I let that one get by me? Big old yikes! Jeez. All right. Anything left to add before we end our inaugural leagueies? Mid-season leagueies. Congrats, everybody. Uh, look forward to hopefully winning some end-of-the-year leagueies. Yes, and yeah. I will accept all of your rewards on your behalf. Yes! Week 10 is here. Good luck matching week 9. Goodness, there are so many close matchups there. I am honestly going to call week 10 the week of the storylines. Storylines just out the butt this week. We're going to get into all of them. Before we go into it, the buys this week. Very notable bye weeks. Kansas City. So you have that prolific offense all on bye. Atlanta. So all of Team Fairlife is on bye this week. <laughs> the Dallas Cowboys, who probably be be big if it was, you know, four weeks ago. And the New York Jets. Nobody cares. Nobody cares about that one. So who? <laughs> so the first matchup we have Don and Team Don Perignon taking on Anthony and Team Uninspired Youth. Yeah, so we got Don leading off with a 61% chance of victory this week. Brandon Cooks, Terry McLaurin, Aaron Rodgers. I think those three names will be the difference in this one. Their matchups are super favorable, especially Aaron Rodgers against the Jacksonville Jaguars defense. Good luck to them this week. Uh, Travis Kelsey on by, that's really tough. For Anthony, it's usually a huge advantage that he has a tight end. I don't even think he is rostering another tight end, so we'll see what he does about that. Hey, there's a great tight end out there on the market, man. You might have heard of him. Great guy, I heard. Nice, respectable dude. Kind of keeps to himself. His name's Drew Sample. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Andrew Sample. Hi, I'm Drew Sample. <laughs> Minnesota wide receivers against the Stout Bears defense. Don't know if they can get it done against, uh, against the Bears. Lamar Jackson... He's just not the same, and I don't know if you guys heard, but he basically came out and said this week that defenses are literally calling out their plays. Yikes. So that's uh, not what you want to see as an offense. <laughs> and Derrick Henry against the Colts defense, that's just going to be tough. I went through that this week with J.K. Dobbins. It was not fun to watch. Uh, fun as a Colts fan, not fun as a fantasy uh, owner. Low-scoring game, I think, this week, to be honest, both these teams, but – in the end, I think Don pulls it out, so I've got Don this week. Yeah, I've got Don as well. It's cold outside. You feel it in the air. But oh, yeah, I'm a little it's a shivering. tough matchup for the one and only Tractor Zito. Tractor Zito. If you say his name too loud, he'll just come like a fucking bulldozer and wreck your team and your fantasy season. <laughs> I think... If it wasn't against the Colts defense, who I think is going to be mostly healthy, I'd, I'd take Anthony and Tractor Cito. But Anthony, after this week, it's, I mean, Derrick Henry versus the world. You got this. He's going to freaking roll like a freight train. Guess you guys haven't learned your lesson. I'm taking Anthony. I mean, you know, you guys are both taking Don. I'm taking Anthony. And one of the biggest reasons why I'm taking Anthony, he's going to bench Corey Davis. And he's going to start the running back one for Houston against Cleveland, Duke Johnson. He's got him on his bench. Um, I think he's going to have a huge week for him. Anytime Duke Johnson's got the opportunity, he's played really well. So I'm really liking that. And Jonathan Taylor and Damian Harris going up against Baltimore. Blech. No, thank you. I'm taking Anthony. You got this, bro. Kind of on a roll, so you're going to win. Um, so going on to the next matchup, we have Clayton. And the Red Rocket going up against Hayden and the Big Ben Revenge Tour. Yes, we have Clayton currently with a 51% chance of victory, according to Sleeper. Um, Clayton, you're, I mean, I think we decided you're technically not eliminated yet, but you're playing spoiler. Let's be honest. Hayden's 5-4. and four. He's, he's in the playoff hunt, but, you know, he's on the edge. I'm coming for him. Just kidding, I'm, I'm totally not. Um, but you could play spoiler these last few weeks and make it interesting. Uh, you could really hurt Hayden's playoff chances with a dub here. Hayden does have some juicy matchups. Cooper Cup versus Seattle. A-Rob versus Minnesota. 
Aaron Jones against Jacksonville, and James Conner against my Bengals, who can't stop Grandma on a wheelchair running through that offensive or defensive line. <laughs> um, the big question for Clayton is, can anybody stay healthy, man? I mean, David Johnson, I don't think he's going to play currently in the starting lineup. Drew Brees, questionable again. He's going to play. Um, Kenny Galladay, hip, questionable. I don't think he's practiced yet this week. You, I mean, it's really going to come down to can Fulgham go off in a matchup against the Giants, or is he going to get shut down? What a sentence. Imagine saying that Travis like five weeks ago. Fulgham. Can Travis Fulgham pop off again? <laughs> You'd be like, who? Right, <laughs> honestly. Travis Fulgham has played five games. And he's the 34 receiver on the year. I mean, he's been good. Uh, Clayton, you just, you're going to need one of those weeks where you have two or three guys just go hit their ceiling at the same time and just go off. I mean, it's going to take a lot, in my opinion. I don't see it happening. Hayden, I'm picking you here. Mike Davis, where you at? <laughs> you First got, round pick. Got to show out. Got to show out this week for uh... – for Clayton in order to have a chance, I think. Uh, James Conner, I think, is going to show up against Cincinnati's defense. Sorry, Tim, no offense. Yeah, the, the Bengals are going to lose. <laughs> uh, Chase Claypool as well. I mean, all of that being said, hopefully Ben plays. I think all signs point to him playing this week. Allen Robinson, I think it's a done on Monday night against Minnesota's porous pass defense. Uh, I just think there's too much there for uh, for Hayden across the board. Aaron Jones against Jacksonville, that's just – that's really scary. I would not want to do that or play against that. So, yep, got Hayden as well. Not much to add there. Also taking Hayden, the first unanimous pick from your podcasters. We Hayden. back our vets. Hey, <laughs> Salute. Nice. <laughs> Hayden, uh, we're thinking Clayton's not going to play spoiler, and you will continue to march your way – military, get it? Uh, march your way mm. to the playoffs. On to the next matchup. We have the only matchup this week between two teams with winning records. We have Zach. What a team. Going up against Stretch, the number one in the power rankings. This has to be the matchup I'm most excited for. Stretch currently has a 71% chance of victory, according to Sleeper. Stretch survived the bipocalypse last week. I mean, he's getting uh, Joe Mixon and, uh, you know, Darnell Anderson or Darrell Henderson. Darrell Anderson. It's spelled like Daryl, but it's Darrell. Darnell Randerson. I don't know. But anyway, he's back. I'm sure he'd be exciting. He he'll be excited about that. And of course he's going he's going up against the Is he good candidate of the week and Zach. We've been trashing your team, Zach, but we're I think we're all on board the train. We're not saying you're good, but like we're starting to question it a little bit. You know, like is there something going on there? We'll see. Um, and this matchup, of course, is going to be highlighted by the two stud running backs of the year, Dalvin Cook going up against Alvin Kamara. There's going to be fireworks here, both sides. I mean, can any of these guys top 40? Will both of these guys top 40? There's not a terrible chance that they won't. I mean, it could we could see a lot of fireworks here. While that matchup is going to be taking the headlines, I really think if you look at the rest of their team, it all comes down to to the running back two matchups. Chris Carson, Joe Mixon, neither of them coming into the game completely healthy. But um, if you look at their wide receiver cores, I feel like they kind of cancel each other out. Mark Andrews and Hunter Henry, unfortunately for Zach, kind of cancel each other out right now. And then, again, their their flexes right now, Marvin Jones and J.D. McKissick for Broad Ripple Swim Team and Jerry Judy and Darnell Henderson. Darnell Anderson. I also don't even know what his team name is, what his actual name is anymore. Uh, for stretch, I think it all comes down to that RB two. Chris Carson going up against Joe Mixon. The winner there, I think, takes the matchup. Stretch will hope to keep riding the Kyler Murray train, while Zach is gonna hope to stay in the flames riding Drew. Fuck Aaron Locke. Yeah. No huge lineup decisions for either team. Lineups are pretty much setting themselves. Zach has the Cowboys duo on by Amari Cooper and Michael Gallup, but honestly, at this point, who really cares? I think Zach leaves no more questions on the board. He takes down Stretch and says, I'm good, you sons of you-know-whats. You didn't list anything outside of Dalvin Cook good for Zach. 
Well, I, I I gave him the respect that I think the rest of his lineup kind of cancels out stretches. I mean, uh, yeah, that's fair. I'm I'm taking stretch. Uh, he's got his guys back. He's at full strength. Zach, I just I I could not pick a team with Carson who still might not play. Godwin, who's been booty and still is questionable. Marvin Jones, J.D. Mc- I mean, I don't know. I, I got hey, That's 14 target J.D. McKissick to you. So. It, if it ever happened. <laughs> yeah, I got stretch as well. Kyler Murray, Alvin Kamara, Joe Mixon. I hope for my fantasy team's sake this is a Tyler Lockett game coming up because I have to play D.K. Metcalf. But uh, D.K. Allen Robinson on Monday Night Football. Big black I mean, nigga. No, I know you were waiting for it. Wait, Full sorry. disclosure, I'm black. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, not Allen Robinson. Uh, that's Hayden's team. But uh, just across the board, I mean, I think Stretch has it on lock here. Zach, I have no idea how you keep winning. Um, I'm going with Stretch. I just got to go with what logic tells me. But logic's out the window, I guess, this year. So That's just fantasy football in general for you, especially this league. This Ugh. league. Oh, on to the next matchup. We have your boy, Chris and Team Fairlife, going up against Steven and Mount Passmore. Ugh. This is hurt, hurts my heart. This game hurts my heart. So, yeah, we got Steven uh, with an 87% chance of victory. <laughs> Before we get into all of that, you guys know what time it is. It is... Which QB will Steven start this week? Let us hear it, Aaron. So, we've got... Justin Herbert at Miami. Baker Mayfield against Houston. Houston. <laughs> We've got Deshaun Watson against Cleveland. Cleveland. And who's his last quarterback? Tom, Tom Brady. Jesus, Brady. Aaron, the you're goat. killing us, man. <laughs> I am sorry. I was not prepared for this segment at all. But, guys, who do we think he's going to start this week? It's it's got to be Herbert. I mean, going forward, I'm answering Herbert. The matchup, Miami's tough defense, but they're just letting him sling the ball. Give it to him. I think it's Herbert too, and that's Herbert the perfect. Keep stay out there, man. I'm gonna be different. Let's go to Sean Watson against Cleveland. He's slinging the ball around to Brandon Cooks and Will Fuller each week. Steven, go against the Cooks. And that was your segment of which quarterback will Steven start this week? Bada bing. So now we'll transition back into the actual matchup. Um, really, guys, this game needs a little analysis. I feel very sorry for your team, Chris, this week. Uh, mm. The bye weeks hit you so hard. Like, just imagine a haymaker from Mike Tyson to the face. I think that's how Chris probably should feel this week. Uh, oh. He's got the whole Falcons team on by. So, Calvin Ridley, <laughs> Todd Gurley, Hayden Hurst, not going to play. CH, also not going to play. Chris is starting Kalen Blosh. Woo! Yum. So, with that, I'm ready to make my prediction. Here we go. Steven by 100 <laughs> points. <laughs> yeah, I'm taking Steven, too. Be careful of those sleeper. I was 83% favorite last week. but uh, Tim, did you hear me? He is starting Kalen Blosh. <laughs> yeah, Steven's going to win. <laughs> Steven's going to win, but... Actually, there's no but. Steven's going to win. I'm laughing through the tears. I, you guys know I'm usually pretty confident in my team. Got your boys back. No. Not this week. <laughs> Steven, if you don't win this game, zoinks, man. I really Bottom oh. of the power rankings. Do you know what would happen to me if Kalen Balazs drops like 30? I'm just going to flip out. It's going to happen. You don't have faith in Josh Allen. Oh, uh, Josh Allen. Can you welcome get to the 60? team. Welcome to the freaking team. What an introduction last week. That's my guy. Ugh. I love Josh Allen. Trade was totally worth it. Um, but yes, we're all picking Steven on that one. It's going to be Kalen Balazs against the world. Let's do this. Um, and the last matchup we are going over, it is a. Civil War. We need a drop for that. Dang it. Write and it a drop for the fact that we just remembered we need a drop for I it. Know, I know. Drop, drop, drop. Need a Civil War drop. But it is a Civil War. And um, no dirty looks yet. We do have Tim and Burroughs Best going up against Aaron and let Russ cook. Sleeper currently has Tim with a 56% 
Perdit petition. Perchance. Per uh, this is Bailey's hitting. Perchance. <laughs> Perchance. Tim has a 56% chance of victory, according to Sleeper. And again, as a third party, I haven't heard much trash talk this week between the two. Um, you know, it seems to be pretty civil around here. I'm not seeing any dirty looks. I don't know. Maybe they're keeping things secret. Uh, you got me. But um, at the time of this writing, Aaron, I don't know what you're doing, bro. He has his all-pro, all-star, all-time, all-nut running back, David Montgomery, on his bench. Dude, what are you doing? I'm just – I'm tired of his waddle. I'm tired of him just being a complete vagina. Uh, oh, my gosh. <laughs> Within the holes. I just – I can't. He's the most disgusting running back I out just, there. I, oh. I'm going to put him shitting on, on him block. all year. If anybody wants to just give me, like, crumbs for David Montgomery, that'd be great. How many times have I openly told you, even on the podcast, I will take David Montgomery from you? You have told me that. Jeez. I'll give you a 20-39 third rounder. Sold. (laughs) (laughs) Sold. Aaron also has to adjust to the return of Nick Chubb this week with Kareem Hunt in his lineup, which honestly might be a blessing in disguise. Kareem Hunt was a lot better with Nick Chubb um, rather than him just being the sole workhorse in the backfield. Does that make sense? No, it does not, but here we are. Um, He will continue to watch Devontae Adams just wreck souls against Jacksonville this week. CJ Henderson, lock him down, please. <laughs> I'm just laughing because that's going to be so ugly. Oh, my God. Devontae Adams is going to get 60 points this week. Um, what is he, the wide receiver two right now, and he's missed three games? Three games, yep. Oh, my gosh. Bananas. Uh, but unfortunately for him, Tim gets to avoid the Tyreek Hill bullet this week. So that's big. Good for Tim. I'm sure it's a big smile on his face over there. Um, as for Tim, ladies and gentlemen, is this the week? All of, whoa, all of his, Sarge had a very, very big smile from Tim over there. All of his toys are healthy and not on by this week. Yay! Miles Sanders, Baby CMC, DeAndre Hopkins, DK Metcalf, Darren Waller, Josh Jacobs, they are all roaring to go, and will he get the Chase Edmonds experience we've all been waiting for? If Kenyon Drake doesn't play this week, surely at home against Buffalo, it must be Chase Edmonds' season. And I'm sure he'll be hoping that Aaron's Russell, Russell Wilson will throw all the touchdowns Russell. to DK. That one, full disclosure, I'm black. Metcalf this week. And he'll also be hoping for a bounce-back week from, like I said, Edmonds and DeAndre Hopkins. Is his nickname still Nuke, by the way? Remember when people were calling him that? Yeah. There's Nuke. I never knew how to pronounce it, so I just kind of put it in there. Me neither. In the UK. It wasn't like N-U-K-E. Nuke. Got me, dude. I don't know. I wish both teams were full strength just because we could get to the answer to that preseason question we were asking of which team has the best wide receiver core. Yeah, it might still be up in the air. And you you mean great full strength like week one when I took Aaron to town? Oof. And we were both full strength? Scored that 180 on me. That is true. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, I yes. deserve to lose that week, by the way. Um, this is a very, very close matchup, but I honestly think how close this is. Tyree Kill being on by swings this. I'm taking Tim by a hair. Yeah, I need Russell Wilson to go off for like 45 at least. At least in order to have a chance. I don't see it happening. This season has not gone my way. I think I'm going to put up a great point total, but just like week one, I think Tim will put up an even better point total, and I'll probably lose to the highest score of the week. So, You know, I'm not going to complain if that happens. Uh, I'm picking you to win. Here's my analysis. Um, I just can't pick myself to win. It's fair analysis. Yeah, I've survived. I survived Devonte Adams week one. Um, this is going to be, like I said, my make or break week. Is, is my inaugural season over, Aaron? Are you going to do that to me? No, I will not. Are you going to kick me over the edge? Put on the puppy Aaron, face. Please don't. Look at those eyes. I'm going to get riggedy riggedy wrecked. Uh, <laughs> And it's going to be Where'd over. Where that come from? <laughs> I just, that off the cuff, Wicked, wicked, right. This is a long-ass podcast, but it's fine. I'm having a good time. Anything else before we sign off for week 10? I don't think so. I, I'm ready to watch some football. I'm ready to lose. 
Me too. Me too, buddy. <laughs> Kalen Balazs forever. All right. Well, that was week 10. Thank you for listening to this whole podcast. If you've managed to make it through, I'm just looking at the time now. It's a long one. <laughs> this is a long one, but I think we've had a great time. Um, as always, listen to us on the podcast platforms you care about, Apple Music and Spotify. We're on there. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at thisleague underscore pod and email, email us with comments, concerns, compliments at thisleague2020 at gmail.com. As always, subscribe to the channel, leave a nice review, share us with your friends, and just, like, dilly womp that like button, baby. Annihilate it. Just crush it. Eradicate it off the map. It. Boom. Extinguish it. Come on. Just click it. Or just click it if you want to do that, too. That works, too, I guess. If you want to do that, too. Again, it's Veterans Day. Shout out to all the veterans now and in the future. We appreciate all that you do. And that's all I got for this league pod, episode nine. I'm Chris. I am Tim. And I'm Aaron. Peace out. My name's Jeff. Gonna get. Yeehaw! Y'all was ready for this. How many folks let's gather around for the best sports talk in town? Got our host, me, Chris. Baby, can't get better than this. Give out all the power rankings. Laugh at all the teams tanking. A lot of fun. Lots of pride. Let's give it up for the guys in this league. Come on. That was fire emotion. Yeah, I, I knew about half the words. I'm sorry. Perfect. I was about to put go on and get in Spanish and say it. <laughs> go on, get. Ir Hasta la vista, baby. Y obtener. Peace. Right. I'm going to do that next.